Justice Sotomayor has the opinion of the Court this morning in Case 17-1606, Smith v. Berryhill. The Social Security Act <coughs> makes a federal agency today the Social Security Administration, or SSA, the initial determiner of whether a person is entitled to Social Security benefits. But the Act also provides for review by a federal court of any final decision made after a hearing by the SSA. This case concerns what that phase, phrase covers. The Social Security Act empowers the SSA to set up a process that claimants seeking benefits must progress through before seeking judicial review. Today, there are four steps to that process. First, the claimant must seek an initial determination of whether he is eligible for benefits. Second, if he is denied benefits, the claimant must seek reconsideration. Third, if the denial persists, the claimant must request a hearing conducted by an administrative law judge or ALJ. Fourth, if the ALJ upholds the denial, the claimant must seek review of the ALJ's decision by the SSA's Appeals Council. There are deadlines for each step. As relevant here, a party who seeks Appeals Council review must file his request within 60 days of receiving the ALJ's ruling, unless he can show good cause for missing the deadline. The petitioner here, Ricky Lee Smith, applied for disability benefits in 2012 and made it through Step 3. He had an ALJ hearing on the merits. The issue is what happened next. Smith says that he mailed his request for Appeals Council review in time, and the SSA says it has no record of receiving a timely mailing. The Appeals Council dismisses Smith's request for review as untimely. Smith sought judicial review in federal district court, but that court held that it lacked jurisdiction to hear his suit. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit affirmed concluding that an Appeals Council dismissal on timeliness grounds is not a final decision subject to judicial review. Smith asked us to grant certiorari. While his petition was pending, the government stated that it had reexamined its prior view on the question and now agreed with Smith. We agreed to hear the case. Because no party sought to defend the judgment below, we appointed Deepak Gupta as amicus curiae. He has ably discharged his duties. We now hold that the phrase, any final decision made after a hearing, covers a dismissal by the Appeals Council on timeliness grounds after there has been an ALJ hearing on the merits. Smith is therefore entitled to judicial review. As we explain in our opinion, the text supports Smith's position because the phrase final decision denotes a conclusive event. The word any suggests an intent to use that term expansively, and the phrase made after a hearing most naturally suggests the kind of hearing that Smith received. The context weighs in Smith's favor, too. Courts treat conclusive procedural rulings like this one as sufficiently final in other administrative settings. While no analogy is dispositive, this Court has already made clear 
that Congress designed the Social Security Act to be a claimant protective statute. So it makes sense to conclude that Congress did not intend to leave a, to, um, that Congress did not intend to leave a claimant without recourse if, for example, the Appeals Council makes a clear dismissal in its, a clear mistake in its dismissal. Our ruling is confirmed, too, by the strong presumption that Congress intends judicial review of administrative action. That presumption is not rebutted here, where Congress has not suggested that it wanted the SSA to be the unreviewable arbiter of whether a claimant complied with its fourth and final step. Amikai's arguments have aided our review, but we ultimately disagree. In addition to reading our prior precedent slightly differently than Amicus does, we are not convinced that our decision today risks a flood of litigation. Nor do we take up Amicus's invitation to apply Chevron deference, for this is not the kind of question that we presume Congress implicitly delegated to an agency. Finally, we address the scope of review on remand. We explain that while there would be jurisdiction for a court to reach the merits, fundamental principles of administrative law make clear that, in an ordinary case like this one, where the Appeals Council has not had a chance to reach the merits, a court should restrict its review to the basis for the Appeals Court's dismissal. For these and other reasons set forth in our opinion, we reverse the judgment of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit and remand for further proceedings consistent with this opinion. The opinion of the Court is unanimous.